All right, welcome to another episode of Behind the Human. I am your host, Mark Champagne, and it is my job to unpack the stories and mental fitness practices of people living at the top of their game personally and professionally. Today, I'm chatting with Vladimir, who is an entrepreneur and lifelong learner. His quest to understand the world and push himself to be better has taken him on journeys through the Himalayan mountains into years of meditative ritual and psychedelic practice, and most recently has led to the creation of Forward Skincare, which I'm super excited to talk about because we haven't really covered a topic like the skin and what's behind the skin and, and just unpacking that whole uh, topic. So Vladimir, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm super stoked to be here. Before we we jump into your work and everything that's going on in your world on that front, I'd love to just get a little bit of an understanding of who are you? You know, how would your friends and family define you as as the human being you are? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, uh, it's always a little bit difficult, uh, you know, um, how would they define me? I like, I, I, I think probably multifaceted, probably lifelong learner is the way that they would go. Um, sure. I'm always pushing towards kind of new horizons, you know, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically trying to learn new things, push myself and, um, just really trying to be better every single day. So I think that they would probably agree with that. Love it. Well, I mean, and just in your bio, it, it's already hinting a little bit towards the, t- the type of person you are in, in the sense of a lot of these journeys that you've been on and the ritual and all of that. I remember our first conversation that though I, I wrote down the word ritual it came up quite a bit. I'm curious, like how has, how, how has your story unfolded over the last few years or so, or how have you evolved into kind of that, who are you answer uh, that, that we see today with you? Yeah, you know, the last few years has has been a tremendous amount of learning and evolution for me. I feel like over the last, you know, 10, 20 years of my life, I've been experimenting with different things. Um, And, you know, some of the things were working for me, and some of the things weren't, and I was kind of going around in circles. um, And really just, you know, spinning my feet, uh, progressing, taking, you know, two steps forward, one step back, and sometimes in reverse. Um, and it was kind of in the last three years, um, the last two years, especially during the most difficult point of my life, when I finally had enough tools in my tool belt and kind of knew how to use them appropriately, where things Mm -hmm. really changed for me. And so I went through, you know, a really tough time becoming a father and not sleeping for, you know, kind of nine months straight. Um, really, it was it was a difficult time because you never really know how precious sleep is until you're yeah. not getting any of it at all, you know, just completely sleep starved. Um, it's like Navy SEAL training. And, <laughs> you know, that on top of just, you know, giving kind of every inch and ounce and last drop of blood uh, to be there for my son, um, whom I adore, and my wife at the time, um, kind of not focusing on myself at all and and feeling really guilty uh, about spending any time on myself and almost like forgetting how to do that uh, in the process. 
as well as, you know, being an entrepreneur at the same time and all of the things uh, and the ups and downs and the guilt that come with that, uh, while also trying to manage um, uh, a new life in the world. And then uh, a separation. So, it, you know, everything kind of hit me all at once. And thank, you know, thank God, thank the cosmos, thank whatever that higher power or higher consciousness is that I had enough tools in my tool belt to finally put them to good use. And for me, I think the biggest thing was kind of that word ritual, because it's something yeah. that I never, I never realized early on in my life, the importance of, um, I, I had really focused on habit. And I think we're all really familiar with how habit works, right? Like good habits, bad habits, but few of us understand ritual. And I always think of ritual as like an elevated form of habit essentially habit is kind of automatic um, and unconscious and you can have good habits and bad habits. You can have good habits turn into bad habits. Yeah. Whereas with ritual, it is very much conscious and it brings in a form of reverence for the moment, for the now, and it centers you. And it's something that can be done through community and ritual is uh, an ancient form of elevated habit, right? There we think of like religious rituals, religious rites, um, those come to mind the most often or like Japanese tea ceremonies where it's like a very specific set of steps orchestrated in a very specific way with deep meaning, deep intent, deep reverence. And it kind of allows you to be extraordinarily present. Um, and for me, that process was transformative in a way that nothing else could have been and it really got me through some of the toughest points in my life um especially recently that's super interesting at first i was think when you were mentioning ritual and kind of linking that up with habit my mind started to go to you know habits versus systems and that's probably a bit biased just because i recently interviewed uh james clear who wrote a book on uh, atomic habits essentially and we talked a lot about the difference between habits and systems but then as you started to go into it i feel like um there's a mix there right like mm -hmm. there ritual i guess in a sense there there is that element of a system in place let's say but it goes even deeper as you mentioned right like it's it it's, sure. it's grounded or rooted in in so much more like how how did you first start being exposed to ritual or how did it show up in your life? That's a, that's a great question. You know, like I think early on I've had, um, kind of run-ins with ritual and doing things ritualistically, uh, really just by virtue of happenstance. Like okay. um, I've always been in, interested in Japanese culture, for instance, I've always been very outdoorsy. Um, I've really enjoyed those deep kind of, uh, reverence filled, moments of reflection i've tried journaling before you know but I, it never really stuck but I've, I've done things very ritualistically throughout my life that have really given me a lot of like power a lot of foundation a lot of emotional stability um but only once i really started hearing the word ritual understanding what it meant doing the research you know speaking to academics about what it is its history um, and the psychological effects that it really all start to kind of come together for me. So Interesting. the more I kind of focused on doing things ritualistically, the more I understood what were those like components of ritual, the easier it began to become 
or rather it became to create rituals within my life. Um, and so I have a bunch of rituals. I have kind of like, um, a core ritual, which is my skincare routine, which is very interesting okay. because, you know, as a man, it's not something that you generally gravitate towards. Yeah, totally. But it's been transformative for me, especially during some of the most difficult times of my life, because it, it is so um, centering and it's, it's such a vital component of connecting with yourself from the perspective of touch, from the perspective of self-care, right? investing into yeah. yourself well i mean um, let's go deeper on that because it's mm -hmm. it definitely i i 100 agree with you it's something that especially as men we don't really think about or talk about um but at the same time there's so much like it's just there's so much more than just the surface level uh taking care of your skin like it, you mm -hmm. know that's there and I'm glad you started with ritual and just like the deep meaning behind all of this. And because that like, it's, it's the perfect link. So why don't you explain, why don't first just explain a little bit about, uh, forward and kind of where you're at with it and, and maybe how it came about and Then we can just, we can go from there. Sure. Um, I call forward a brand or rather a premium organic brand for conscious forward thinkers who wish to create their best skin self and legacy. So, to me, Forward is really like a, li a lifestyle brand, and certainly it's a skincare brand, but skincare is kind of the vessel um, that I'm using to piggyback off of to incorporate other incredibly enriching and important rituals um, and components of self-growth into people's lives. Skincare was, for me, an anchor, right? So it's like walking into the washroom, facing myself, having that quiet time, that space of reflection, using affirmations, using journaling, stacking those things together, taking cold showers. Um, even the application, the process of like how I apply the, the product, where I place the product, like every little step in that process begins to have a deep reverence for me, a deep meaning. And mm. What I find interesting about ritual and actually kind of like the scientific literature supports this is that all of the steps that you take don't in and of themselves have any utility. So for instance, you know, I might twist the cap three times, um, put it in a certain place in my palm, apply it in a circular motion outwards. So the steps might not have any utility in and of themselves, but together, um, done perfectly done with repetition, they begin to kind of connect that those neural pathways and begin to take on a greater meaning of something that's outside of yourself. Um, there are many. So, rituals. so what is that? Is that sorry mm -hmm. to interrupt? I'm just is that like, is that just because you're is this an exercise in being present? Is that part of it? Or is there something I'm super fascinated by this? Is there something deeper in that repetition? Yeah, I think it totally is an exercise of being present. I think it's an exercise in, uh, you know, kind of like ensuring that the steps are always the same. And so by virtue of doing that, you're showing yourself and potentially community or other community members who are doing it in the same way that you're part of the same tribe, that you get mm -hmm. it. Um, this is where another interesting component of ritual comes into play because it's, you know, there are solo rituals and there are rituals that we do by ourselves. 
And then there are rituals that are communal that you can do either like amongst other people or even by virtue of knowing that other people are doing them in the same way um, at the same time, give it an incredible amount of power. Okay. So that sense of community. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sorry. So I, I totally hijacked your, uh, your train of thought on, on where, like where forward came about. So how, like, how did, cause there's one thing on, there's one thing to have rituals obviously, and mm -hmm. being interested in rituals and, and all these different facets that, you know, I've heard, I heard cold shower and, uh, different practices in there, but there, it's another thing to then jump in and say, mm -hmm. Hey, I need to create a product and uh well essentially a, a, a brand and a lifestyle and a, yeah. a way of life i guess right and bring that to the world so like what was it for you that said hey let's go yeah it was, it was really interesting and it was kind of you know at the apex of everything happening in my life during this very difficult time um i i was using certain rituals right the affirmations um which were just life-changing for me that i used to think were kind of hokey and woo woo and yeah. didn't make much sense. So I didn't really put a lot of time into them. Only when I started to do it and take it really seriously, did it actually start making incredible, incredible change in my life. Um, what did that look like just to get tactical? Well, let me get back to that. Let me just paint okay. a, a deeper, broader picture of sure. the other kind of rituals. Um, during that time, I started journaling you know, I started taking the cold showers and I started doing them all ritualistically in a very specific way, um, mm. deeply meaningful way to me and similar steps every single day with a lot of presence. And that started to build momentum. Um, so my life was actually getting harder, but all of these rituals were kind of building a more solid foundation of calm, of presence, getting rid of my anxiety, um, building my mind, building my emotions up to a place where they were more, more stable. Um, and just, I was better able to cope with whatever life threw at me. And the, uh, other component was skincare. You know, during this time I hadn't slept for geez, nine months. I wasn't taking very good care of my body. I wasn't eating particularly well. Um, I started using skincare products, um, kind of on the advice of my wife at the time. And at first where I, kind of gawked at it again, it started to really make a difference, not only in my appearance, but also, um, at a subconscious level of facing myself in the mirror, applying this, connecting with my body, actually investing in my self care. And all of those steps started to have downstream effects at this time. You know, I had another business, which I still have, which is intangible. It's about storytelling. It's a video marketing agency. And I've always wanted to create a product. I've always wanted to try something that was more grassroots, more, you know, kind of B2C. I wanted to help people um, on a very human level. And as much as I love making videos for businesses and helping them tell a compelling marketing message, what I really wanted to do was help people lead a better, more fulfilling, more centered life because it's something that I personally have struggled with for a very, very long time. Um, you know, just having depression since I was probably five years old, a lot of free floating anxiety, a lot of self doubts, um, ADHD mm. difficulty focusing, um, 
just a, a mountain of things that I've had to kind of deal with. Um, and so that's kind of how this came about. It was the perfect culmination of things that I had learned over a lifetime, learned very recently and put into practice very effectively. And also just an opportunity um, presenting itself where I had a light bulb moment and I was like, wait a minute, like I've been using skincare and really this process of facing myself in the mirror to tend to myself, to care for myself, to be present, to use my mantras was so effective at the most difficult time in my life going through a separation while I had a very young child um, dealing with a lot of guilt, dealing with a lot of um, issues within my entrepreneurial journey, not having enough time to focus on my business because I was pouring so much energy into my son. And so I was actually at a, an entrepreneurial event and I was speaking to a colleague and friend and, you know, I was speaking to him about all of these things that I was going through and somehow trying to articulate the fact that I didn't even understand or anticipate how it was that I was handling it so well, how it was that I, that I felt so centered that for once in my life during, you know, kind of the pinnacle, the most difficult thing that I've been through emotionally and physically that I was actually probably the happiest. And he stopped me and he said, he said, Vlad, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, listen, you've, you've said this word like, you know, seven times now in, in the past minute. Why don't you just incorporate that and teach that? And that word was ritual. Um, mm-hmm. And so it kind of blew my mind. Um, and everything came together, you know, kind of the, the relationships that I had built came together, um, understanding that, you know, for me, skincare was really the, the, the pivotal moment. It's what brought all of these rituals, um, kind of cohesively together at the point that I needed them and allowed me, um, just an opportunity to, to finally spend the time on myself that I needed to, and to take it very seriously. Whereas before I wasn't. Sure. So for people listening that, you know, as uh, actually by the time this is out, uh, Ford might be close to being um, released, actually. So that hopefully that times up well. But if mm-hmm. it's not just in the sense of a skincare rich ritual, like how would you suggest people maybe reframe their perspective on let's just let's just say skincare in general? Like what are what are some questions that were running through your mind? Yeah, I think, you know, skincare is a really interesting space because number one, it's it's a growing niche for men, right? But it's still like very low numbers, but but growing yeah. quite rapidly, thankfully, because I think more men are realizing the importance of, and power of self-care. And I think for women, you know, it's um, obviously it's been a multi-billion dollar industry for a very long time, but within that space, there's a lot of lip service to ritual. And there's a lot of lip service to self-care. And I think there's a lot of women that also kind of come into it um, not feeling so great about themselves, trying different products, having that kind of shiny object syndrome. What's the next product? What's the next product? And really not focusing on themselves so much as the product. And so, you know, what I really wanted to do with the brand is make it just stupid simple, both for men and women, to use a product that's going to make your skin look and feel the best that it possibly can and also give you the activities and the rituals that are 
going to let you connect with yourself and to really help you understand where you are in your life's journey, to make you feel empowered to know that you can go after your dreams little by little every single day to build that kind of well, that foundation. Because when our well overflows, I think we have so much more vitality and energy and we can give freely. Um, and, and really that comes from a place of self-care. So I think what people can do right now with whatever skincare products they are currently using is just do it in a much more mindful way. Create a series of steps that are meaningful to you and do them the exact same way every single time. Face yourself in the mirror, walk into your washroom or wherever you do that skincare routine and ritual and do so reverently. Understand that it's a space, that there is a boundary that you're crossing that is sacred. Don't just rush it. Don't rush in and out. Don't apply it, you know, and just rush out. Really think about what you're doing. Take a deep breath. Um, use mantras. Um, use questions about what you've achieved, where you want to go. It's really a sacred time and space for connecting with your body, with your mind, and with your emotions. I love that. I mean, it, it sparks, uh, it's something I talk about a lot is just trying to help people even set an, you know, one word intention for the day, right? And like, how do you want to mm -hmm. feel today? And trying to build that in, into the current routine, which in the morning, or like, like you said, maybe you're, you're brushing your teeth or you're coming into the washroom or you're, um, putting a dab of, of cream in your hand and, you know, before you put it on your face, maybe you set that intention or whatever it is, but there, it, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. That's what I love about how you're describing this. And it's, it's mm -hmm. just so powerful once you're doing it, you know, in, and I love this idea of ritual, but this ritualistic, uh, way of being. And it's, yeah. there's Ryan, and it's just, there, it's, just speaking about it, it feels grounding. And, and, and the, I, I think it's because we know it's rooted in such Absolutely. uh right deep philosophy and in years and 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 centuries essentially of of, mm -hmm. of some of these it's, rituals right exactly it's it's ancient and it's cross-cultural like all cultures have created deeply meaningful rituals to them um that have carried over and another interesting component of ritual is cleansing right because like if you mm. think about it in especially as it ties to the washroom Cleansing has always been a really, really deeply reverent and important part of human culture. Um, getting rid of toxins, getting rid of, you know, viruses, bacteria before we even knew what those things were. Using water to clean, to prostrate, to bow. Um, there are so many things that have such deep meaning that it's like in our biology, in our DNA, because we've been doing them for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years um, without realizing. So when we do them today, I think they have a tremendous amount of power and yeah, um, you know, I'm totally with you there. I think um, I, you know, I get really excited about ritual and I just, I can't wait to start sharing the rituals that we've come up with, uh, with the world. Um, in fact, I've, I've actually been really lucky because I've been working with a PhD and, you know, neuroscientist and he just happens to be, kind of one of the foremost authorities on the study of ritual. So we've oh, been okay. coming up with a proprietary ritual to, to really make sure that people can kind of um, align with um, their greater self, their greater life's purpose. 
And a lot of that is, is, you know, visualization and Mark, man, you nailed it. Like it doesn't have to be rocket science and it's the little things that we do that are intentful, meaningful, um, daily that create something so much greater than ourselves and so incredibly powerful for our future. Has there been, it's obvious here, you've, you're well studied in, in, this topic and just the concept of ritual in general, has, has there been any big surprises, uh, you know, over the last couple of years or so that you've, you've been studying that you just like wouldn't have imagined or just completely kind of caught you off guard and it could be a positive or a negative way, but I'm just curious because it's a fascinating topic. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I've, so for instance, like, um, Athletes and elite athletes use ritual sometimes without noticing, like they will do things um, in a very specific way. So within basketball, like sometimes they'll um, have like a visualization ceremony or they will, um, you know, have a certain amount of bounces before they shoot for the hoop. Um, yeah. It's very repetitive. And there's what's interesting about ritual is that there's like this concept where it's almost superstitious. But that's actually yeah, you're gives right. it the power, right? Like that actually okay. gives it the power. And it just fuses that like neural connection in your brain in such a way that reinforces the mind-body connection um, mm -hmm. and, and puts you into a state of flow. Like when you are deeply embedded in ritual, you're in a state of flow and everything else melts away and you're just extraordinarily present. So I think to me, it was surprising because I kind of knew that athletes were superstitious, but I never really linked it to ritual and when i did it all kind of started to make sense um well and like just in general society i, I was thinking of like someone like rafael nadal he people talk about him before he serves all the time like his rituals or yeah. when he sits down and but, yes. but it's it's talked about in a like he's strange kind of way. right 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 <laughs> you but know because we all do things like that right without noticing yeah. like it, maybe we think it's a tick, but we, it, it, it kind of like, it makes us feel like there is something greater than ourselves that we are almost in connection with. Right. Um, yeah. and it, it really does help. Um, but you know, to, to people who are not in the know or who don't realize or don't understand ritual or think it's just like a, you know, a word that's used in self-care, which it isn't, um, that they don't understand the full power and the full, the full scope of that power. Um, so everything's been surprising, dude. Uh, everything yeah. has been surprising, to be honest. Like I, I never would have figured that I would all of a sudden, you know, be so deeply embedded in skincare that it would make such a different, um, a difference in my life that I would launch a skincare brand and that I would be teaching and creating rituals. And, you know, it's funny because like, I'm, I'm taking my self-care so seriously now, um, going through the separation. And at that time in my life, I was, 35 pounds heavier. I lost 30 pounds in three months. I'm in better shape mentally, physically, emotionally than I've probably ever been. And certainly better shape than I've been in the last 10 years and, you know, three years respectively. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's this compound effect where it's improved every component of my life and just kind of, I have this drive to be better in every single way. And I feel like I have the, the well in order to, uh, kind of like, you know, reach into and to drink from, to energize so that I can do that. 
It's it's so powerful, and I've been. I think last time we chatted, I mentioned I've, I'm writing a book on on journaling and just modern day reflection. So all this stuff yeah. uh, fits in. And and what I was writing about uh, or section this morning, it was really all about just like the ripple effect of this this energy that you're operating off of. A obviously mm. it's beneficial for yourself, but you know this, and even people listening, I'm sure you notice when you're in a state where you're motivated or driven and excited, like things start happening, like phone calls start being, you know, start being returned, like opportunities pop up. Right. And people, and people love being around you. Like that's the ripple effect. Like everyone wins on that, in that sense. Dude, to me, honestly, like apart from the impact that, that it's had on my own life, which has been so transformative and I'm just so grateful. Um, what I'm even more grateful for is just the downstream effect it's had on my friends, on people I know. You know, I've had people reach out to me consistently recently and say that they're so inspired by my transformation journey um, and that they want to incorporate more self-care into their lives. And how do they do that? Um, yeah. Friends that are close to me that see how much care I put into the small things, right? Like the way I cook my food. Um, the way I use my skincare products, um, the way I journal, the way I go about my life with this deep reverence, this deep presence now, it's, it's really impacted them and made them want to delve into it and kind of live a more meaningful, more centered and more present life. And honestly, to me, that that is like more meaningful than anything else that I've, I've ever um, done. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Hey, it's Mark. Just want to take a few seconds to first thank you for listening and offer a free one-on-one 30-minute virtual mental fitness coaching session with me. Okay, so what's the catch? It's literally three minutes of your time to provide a review of the show. They are so important. So the first three people to screenshot the review and DM me or tag behind the human on Instagram will get a message back from me to set up a time for a session. Thank you so much. And back to the show. I'm curious on the complete other side of the spectrum, you hear things like, um, you know, when going into work to take a different route route so that you're not doing the exact same thing and you're not kind of falling into autopilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's sparking different, uh, processes obviously in your mind and whatnot. Yeah. Like, so that's obviously the complete opposite of this. I'm curious how you balance mm-hmm. those two concepts. So you see like, that's a good piece of advice for when you have built a habit, right? Because a habit is automatic. So mm-hmm. if you're going to work, you're taking the same route. It's easy. It's simple. The process has become mindless after you've learned it a few times. Now it's mindless. It's automatic. You're taking the same route. You're not thinking about it. You're probably eating a sandwich while you're going to work. Um, the flip side of that is ritual is completely mindful. And mm, yeah. because ritual has so many steps it simply can't be automatic. Gotcha. Um, Because the steps have to be repeated in a very succinct, very specific way. So like maybe you turn the steering wheel three times. Maybe when you get to that point, you're reverently consciously thinking about, you know, how grateful you are for taking this drive, for having your job. Um, Then there's another step, you know, at the next corner or, you know, whatever have you. I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird example, maybe going to work, but... 
you know, getting into the office or leaving the house, um, you can, you can build rituals. And I totally subscribe to changing up habits and kind of like throwing a wrench into the spokes for sure. Um, it's extraordinarily powerful to do that. And in fact, like I kind of have a ritual where I do that within even my home. Um, so we have like habits of coming in, sitting down in the same place on the same couch, turning on the TV, the Netflix, whatever it is, picking up the book, right? Yeah. In, in, in a completely automatic way. And when we have relationships, it's even worse because it's like we get into these routines with our partners, with our lovers, with ourselves. And then all of a sudden it completely takes all presence away from our lives. And so we're not connecting with one another. We're no longer connecting with ourselves. And we're just kind of there as these pieces of flesh, not yeah. fully involved in the life that we want to build, that we wanted to build, especially with somebody else. And so sometimes like I'll go and I'll sit in a completely random part of the house, or maybe I'll lie down under the table in order uh, to make sure that I'm also doing that, throwing the spoke into kind of the, sorry, throwing a wrench into the spoke of the, you know, the automatic habits that I do. So, so I do that kind of ritualistically. Um, okay. For sure. That's a great, I'm, I'm really happy or um, it's just a really great way that you explain. I, I love the line that, you know, habit is mindless and ritual is mindful. It's, it mm -hmm. makes perfect sense. And you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to fall into. I see it in, in myself. It's like you sit at the, you know, the same end of the couch. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you're not consciously trying to break that and, and shake it up a bit. And again, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I mean, sit on the floor or something um, the next time, but it, it, it's just so easy to slip into an autopilot and then yeah. you don't even realize. And that's when for an, really anything in life, that's when big, like small incremental, uh, habits like that then blow up mm -hmm. into big events. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what, like I, I will admit that ritual because it's mindful always takes effort right? So yeah. it, it is not a habit. It's it's not like I walk into the washer and I'm just like slapping stuff on my face and, you know, in and out. Um, for me to do my ritual properly, I have to do the steps. I have to be present. I have to be grateful. I have to say the mantra. I have to mean it. Um, and I, and it, it like puts me into alignment with a completely different stream of existence. And so it takes me out of that like automatic habit space. And because of that, it's not as easy. Like I'm, I'll be the first to say it's not as easy, but hell, like when is something that is super easy been incredibly significant? Of course, of course. I love it. I mean, one question I'd love to ask is just, again, for people that are really vibing on this and want to create some sort of ritual in their life, at least get started. Mm -hmm. Like, is there... Is there a way that you could suggest? Is it a matter of, you know, maybe sitting down and, and I don't know, writing out certain things that you're, that you want or how you want to feel and, and trying to figure out where you can fit that in or like what, is there any process to it to, to help get started? Sure. Um, I think, you know, probably the easiest and the most simplest thing that they could do is start to think about the things that um, bring them states of flow. And if they haven't ever tried things like journaling, um, positive affirmations, certainly give that a shot. Um, but do so 
um, by building it out into a series of steps. So yeah. for instance, you know, the way that I journal, I have a very specific, you know, leather skin that I wrap my journal in to. I have a very specific pen that I use in a very specific way. I have my journal in the same place. I pick it up in a specific way. I always, I, I kind of repeat that same step every single time before I do it. And as I'm repeating them in a very specific way, it begins to build that momentum for reverence and it begins to make me feel more present and more grateful um, and, and really just imbues me into that moment. So, you know, try building out um, several steps. Let's, let's say maybe five to eight steps and do so with intent and meaning. The steps themselves don't have to have any sort of utility, but make sure that you're always doing them the same way and make it feel good, make it meaningful to you, you know, whatever it is, like if it's a journal, make sure it has a nice texture, um, put care into it, be present, mm. um, make sure that you're using a pen that feels good. Like it's all of these kind of like tactile, uh, you know, things that really make a big, a big difference. Yeah. I love that. It's, you're, you're so right. It, they're, they're small things, but again, as they add up, really create that whole experience. Love it. I definitely want need to get um, some, ref I mean, you're journaling, so I'm assuming there might be some prompts involved in that um, or maybe not. And if not, just, you know, obviously share, but for, for me and for the audience, we always love to get some good reflective questions that are circulating in your life, either on a frequent basis or, or during big kind of life-changing moments. Do you have a few questions? Sure. Like I tend to kind of gravitate towards um, asking myself, what am I grateful for today? That tends yeah. to be a big one. Um, I think gratitude has also been an incredibly transformative part of my life. Uh, and I use it very much ri ritualistically while building my affirmations. I ask myself, what are a few things that I'm proud of from the past? Like, what am I proud of uh, what accomplishments am I proud of? What are things that I've done that I, I'm proud of? I think we have a very, um, a, a brain that's prone to looking at negatives to the gaps, you know, that's biologically driven to, um, towards looking at the negative. And, and I think that we have to force ourselves to focus on the positive. Um, and that's where the power of visualization comes in as well. And my last question would probably be like, you know, if I'm having a difficult time, I just, I, I don't really ask myself, why am I having a difficult, difficult time? Ask myself, what is the problem, right? What Yo, is that's the powerful. problem more specifically? And then what are, are the solutions? So not why am I feeling this? Why is this happening to me? Why, you know, why can't this be like this? But what is the problem specifically? And then once I figure that out, how can I solve it? What are the steps? That's a, such it's such a, a nuanced point, but so powerful because I, I find we get stuck often in why type questions, which, mm -hmm. you know, not to say that they're, it, it's not a good question, but it, a question like, you know, why, why is this happening? What, it, there, it's just an endless loop That's that right. or an endless narrative, right? That it, you're almost setting yourself up to get yeah. stuck in a repeating in a in a repeating pattern that you don't want repeating essentially. So that's a great yeah. great way to avoid that. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, so often you figure out why and you still have a problem. <laughs> yeah, <So>. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last question for you, sir. And that is just, you know, what makes you smile every day? Man, so many things. Um, you know, number one, just gratitude for being alive and for having the opportunity to take this journey um, of growth, just living in Canada, having such a, a profound country that's so supportive, especially times like, you know, times like this, COVID as an yeah. entrepreneur. Um, my son, my family, my friends, the earth, just the ability to breathe, the fact that I have my arms, hands, feet, the fact that, you know, I'm on an entrepreneurial journey that I have the power to, to shape and to help people's lives. Um, I'm, I'm just so grateful for, for everything in my life and, and it just builds every single day. Love it. Well, I am super excited to see what will come about with forward and even more excited to see the, the rituals link to that product launch. So I'll thank you. make sure definitely to, to link to everything possible once this is out. So make sure to check the show notes if you're listening right now. And yeah, a big acknowledgement to you, the team and everyone part of this journey to devote your time and effort to helping so many people out there. It, it does mean a lot. And I just want to give a personal thanks for, for that devotion. Thank you. Likewise, I feel it deeply.